This episode of Just Conversation is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash justconvopod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash justconvopod today. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And today we have an awesome show for you guys, as always. But you gotta remember to hit that subscribe button so that you can access even more future programs that we will be providing for you in juicy ways. Like a nice, meaty steak. Like a... No, we were listening to this YouTuber, man. Well, I was listening to this YouTuber. I was listening, watching. Watching. I was watching a YouTube video while listening to a YouTuber... His voice superimposed over images that weren't him, but in fact were his his pepper avatar talking. It was a pepper with googly eyes. Anyways, before we continue, let me make sure to tell you that we have people who leave us comments and reviews on iTunes. Well, not on iTunes. On Apple Podcasts, and they leave us these great, beautiful messages for us to come and read to you. And we can read yours, too. If you go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show, review it, and leave us a beautiful little comment there. Or terrible. Who cares? Just leave us a comment and we'll read it. Yeah, we don't care. Just rate. Rate, review, help us get noticed, and then we will give you some acknowledgement here on the Just Conversation Podcast. A show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideals. Anyways, let's jump into these that we will read for you. We got two for you guys right here, starting with... Brit J. You feel a part of the conversation. Each episode, the audience feels a part of the conversation. The hosts are not afraid to talk about topics. Other podcasts, maybe. But with such a positive and creative light, keep sharing your stories. Hell yeah. We definitely discuss the things that other podcasts might not be willing to. Yeah, I think so. Yes. There's there's, there's uh, too much of a PC culture going on these days, and we are definitely not giving a flying fuck about that. Mm-hmm. And the second one is from Flix King. Podcasting done right. This podcast has a vibe to it that says, come in and listen to us. Of course, I love the alien zombie episode because there isn't really much else to life than aliens and zombies, right? You can tell that the hosts have had conversations about various topics with each other for years, and now they have a platform to share with everyone else. To me, this is what podcasting is all about, and this duo has nailed it. I subscribed immediately, and you should too. Fantastic. And that's a a very interesting one. I've seen some of these ahead of time. I don't remember coming across this one before. This is one that escaped me before we we came here to read it. So I have no idea how the fuck I missed this one. But secondary to that, we do have a bunch of conversations that don't make it onto the the uh, the radio they don't they don't land here in a podcast format because sometimes we're just hanging out and having these conversations that wander off so we just come here and have realistically speaking 
we do what would essentially be a podcast just while we're talking regularly. This show is called Just Conversation because Christina and I do this normally all the fucking time. They're just our conversations. Yeah, you're just kind of listening to something we already do on a regular basis. We Mm -hmm. spend our days just grounding stupid fucking absurd thoughts and making them sound more real. We're just trying to make sense of the nonsense in the world. Trying to make everything logical to some degree. Because everything is rooted in something reasonable, ultimately. Mm -hmm. You know? Everything is rooted in something that is ultimately reasonable, and we are... Sometimes it's hard to find, though. Definitely, definitely. It's... (sighs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not that it's hard to find per se. It's just we don't have the right perspective. And that's something that we exercise all the time. We're, our, our main philosophy in life is perspectivism. We we sort of grab information and we put it in the middle of a room, our imaginary mind palace place. And we put it in the middle of the room and then we go stand in the north of the room and we look at it. We just stare at it. We look at this information objectively. and We're like, I think this is what I'm seeing. But once we've established our main perspective and opinion on it, we're like, let me hit pause on this one and leave it here. I'm going to walk to the opposite side of the room. Make a new one. Yes, I'm going to make the polar opposite assumption and see what I come up with. If I'm the one doing it, what facts can I come up with to argue my previous point? Yeah. Yeah. So we do that regularly. And when we have this polar opposite... Then we decide, okay, now I'm not going to walk opposite to this. I'm going to change my degree. I'm going to walk 90 degrees to the side. And then in that side of this room, I'm going to make a new opinion. Then I'm going to go opposite to that side. Now we got four corners of opinions, all different from one another. And we will change the degrees now. We'll do 40 degrees instead of, uh, we'll do 45 degrees instead of 90. And we just keep mapping out positions. When we do a full circle around the whole room, Okay, let's get three-dimensional. What does it look like when I'm on top? What does it look like if I look at it from the bottom? We it create... seems way more complicated than how it really is. Yes, we look at it from every possible angle and sort of uh, accept nothing as the truth. Because somebody might be looking from the north while we're, while we're looking from the south. That doesn't mean either one of us is right or wrong if we're looking at the same thing. Again, if I'm standing on one side of the street, you're standing on the other side of the street, and a bus passes. Later, somebody comes and asks us, hey, did you see a bus? We both say yes. Then they ask, which direction did it go? I say it went right. You said it went left. But we're talking about the same bus, and we ultimately psycho the same direction, but we both had something different to say about it based on simply where we were looking at the bus from. Mm, Okay. So it's not that you're right. And I'm wrong, or I'm right, and you're wrong. We have different perspectives on the same exact information. Hmm. What we do is develop the awareness that you're just standing over there, and I'm standing over here. It's just a different way to look at exactly the same information. And we saw the bus go to different directions. Yeah, if you're on one side of the street, and I'm on the other side of the street, and the bus drove... By default, you had to see it go left, and I had to see it go right, or vice versa. But we're both on opposite sides of the street. If the bus is on the street that we're divided by, Mm -hmm. we didn't both see it go right, because then we saw the bus go two different directions. My right is your left. Okay, I see. So if the bus went to your right and my right, we either saw two buses were existing in two different realities. 
What if that was one of the ways it went too? That's what that's... happens when we've already mapped around the entire surrounding of the room and we're like, what happens if I look at it from on top? Because mm. that we we already chose everything grounded, every already possible within the physical bounds. I gotta go. Now let's take it weird. to the extreme. Yeah. So, all right, these are all the possible perspectives. Now let's look at the impossible one. Who says they're impossible? I can still go on top and look at it from on top. It might not be a natural, organic perspective, but it's a perspective nevertheless. Maybe we did both see it go right, and it did look like there were two buses. Is the cat alive or dead? Maybe it's both alive and dead. You know? Yes, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But with a bus. Yeah, that's what we ultimately do. Perspectivism is complex, but it is the dissection of ideas and thoughts and understanding that nothing is right and nothing is wrong, but it's all right and it's all wrong. It is. It is all right and wrong. Most of the time wrong. No, I guess it would be exactly the same. Yeah, it's uh, both equal quantities, no matter what the case might be. All, all things are always all things. And there's no instance that it wouldn't be. We've had conversations like this before, specifically on this show, where we've had sort of severe perspective uh, comparison when we do like science and religion and philosophy. And we're like, what does God mean in every case? Mm -hmm. And it's like, nobody's right or wrong. We're just using different language. And some people who believe there's many gods, is it still talking about that one God then? It de- yeah, definitely. It's sort of dependent and not all at once. We just, again, we lack the perspective to understand. But if we just dissect that a little, right? So if we sit here and we're like, okay, there's a person who believes in one God. There's a person who believes in the Big Bang. There's a person who believes in the global consciousness. And we say, all of that is the same thing. But then we say, a person believes in multiple gods. Let's say Hinduism. There's a bunch of different gods, but there's one ultimate above all gods, Brahma. So, all right, there is still... Brahma, who's Jehovah, who's the Big Bang, who's the global consciousness. But what if there were multiple Brahmas? What if there's the top and we can go no further than the top, but it's more than one? Yeah. Then what are we looking at? Yeah, yeah, it's weird, right? Like what Mm -hmm. comes before the global consciousness? But maybe the global consciousness isn't a singular thing. Maybe there are multiple consciousness existing within this weird static state of nothingness because we all do witness a subjective reality we all think we are us as far as we know like i can't prove you are and you can't prove i am but can we prove that about gods no i guess not yeah it's all still an assumption yeah so everything about god or gods or not a god whatever is an assumption here's the here's the trick everything about everything is an assumption we (laughs) don't know anything outside the fact that i'm perceiving i can doubt everything yeah even the color of the sky. Yeah, you can <laughs> doubt the color of the sky for sure. Somebody says it's blue. Somebody else says, no, it's green. Blue is doing is because of this. Actually, it's colorless because this, this is what's happening. But then somebody else could be like, there's no sky to the, for there to be color. That's an, yes. The sky <laughs> itself is an illusion. You guys are idiots uh. looking at color. Uh. And then somebody else come back and say, an illusion is impossible because nothing is real and an illusion is a construct, which means it must exist, but everything is non-existent. It's like, shit, we took that to an abstract fucking thing. And then somebody else come back and say the fact that you're perceiving it means it's there. Holy shit, what just happened? They're all right. Everybody's right. Nobody's wrong in that instant. We just went full circle, took it out of existence, brought it back to existence, and kept it right. 
nothing could be determined. All we know is we have this sort of uh, subjective experience, and we have to try to embody and visualize somebody else's objective experience. And only when we've achieved doing that have we reached uh, a more profound level of information, I guess we could say. I wouldn't say anything is still true or false. I think we're just, language is a huge problem. Because we use language to determine things, but the words we're using give us the image we picture, even if we're talking about the same thing, you know? We're not, yeah, we don't think the same. Exactly. The words we use change how we think, but we could be discussing the same thing. I think language is a giant barrier. Language is like the root of, for example, things like racism and shit. What would you think, like, if we saw each other's thoughts, would that help? Yes, I think that would definitely help. If we got rid of language but saw exactly what we were all visualizing, I think we would have a more profound, deeper understanding of one another. For sure. Unquestionably. Undoubtedly. Would you let people look at your thoughts? If they can handle it. So long as they don't have the ability to alter my thoughts, I'm perfectly fine. Mm. They just have to be able to handle what they see when they're in my head. That's really where the problem is. But can that even be possible? Like, can we uh, create something that would allow us to visualize? Or do we have to be psychic? Or is there, like, some ability? How would we transcend language to be able to better understand? Like, we can't. We have to rely on language to convey our emotions to people. Well, there are some people who claim to be psychic. I think any of them are being honest about it. I don't know. I know we have to rely on language to convey our emotions, and we have to rely on physical sort of nuanced behaviors to display our emotions. And uh, hopefully people can catch on with the right combination of our words and what they see us behaving like, and be like, this is what he's feeling accurately, but it's always going to be their own interpretation of it. So it's always wrong, sort of. It's not that it's wrong, but it's not right. It's never exact. It's a problem. Yeah. It might be accurate, but it's never exact. It's never a perfect interpretation because a perfect interpretation would be... You'd have to be that person. Yeah, you'd have to be that person. Which brings up a fascinating point. Even if we could be inside of each other's heads, if I'm not thinking as you, even if I could see your thoughts to their fullest, I'm still processing your thoughts as me. Yeah, so it still wouldn't be the same. I'd have to be able Because you're making to li- opinions about my thoughts, pretty much. I'd have to be able to feel your feelings while processing your thoughts. I, or in any case, I'd have to be able to be you without losing myself. Is that even possible? I mean, obviously, yeah. as far as we know, it's not. But yeah. if we could get into somebody's thoughts and feel as them, how would we go about separating them and ourselves? Yeah, like, once you do that, then what? (laughs) Here's an interesting thing. If we have the sort of uh, that inevitable circumstance that's coming with technology, which we, right now we're connected to our phones. Eventually, we want to kind of get rid of that lag time of having to type things in. So we put the chip in our head, we think at our phones, and it happens instantaneously. Before too long, we don't need the phone. We have the little input in our eyeball or some shit that we visualize whatever would happen on the internet. And we think our thoughts into the screen that's on our eye and we don't have anything. Everything's just happening in our head for the most part. And we're sharing uh, and the other eye is a fucking camera or something that's always recording all our moments because we love social media. Hey, Would our language doing? change? Language is always changing. 
Okay. Uh, inevitably, but, it's changed just a hundred years. Like, what would that be like, though? Because then we're just thinking instead of. Oh no, no, no! We'd still talk to people in person. That wouldn't cease. It's not like we went and hid in a bubble. Because then, what are we putting on social media? No, that's what I mean. Like, who are, how would the social media look like if we're just thinking and it goes straight there? Oh, it would be the same thing. We would just take a, we walk to the Eiffel Tower and I'm looking at it. My, I took the picture of the Eiffel Tower and I posted that up. Mm. Like Automatically. Yeah, it's this, it's the same thing, just more advanced. Like, the the change of society isn't as drastic as someone like to picture it. It's the innovation of society is better said. Things change, but they don't change. Like, it's you're still doing the same thing. You're just yeah. doing them differently. People are like, you know, it's a, such a different world. Kids are fucking playing video games all the time. Yeah, but you were brain dead in front of a TV. Before then, they were brain dead in front of a newspaper ignoring their families. Like, whatever. Yeah. The same yeah, shit for the, the most part. Yeah. It's just, it's innovation. You're doing the same thing in a different way. We would still mm-hmm. be doing social media, and social media would in theory be working the same way it would just be i don't have a phone everything would just be faster everything would exactly would just be faster we're hanging out i take a picture of us with my eyeball if uh, we have uh, an ability to access random things maybe the cities to protect us have cameras posted everywhere but we also have the ability to access those cameras to take pictures because i don't have a phone and i can't take a third person picture of myself problem with hacking well, I'm sure they would figure that out at the same time. They wouldn't mm-hmm. just give everybody access to something. They would be hacking 24-7. That would be nuts if it's like, hey, yeah. everybody has access to some shit we don't have security on. That's exactly what. No, but I'm sure we would have access to these sort of public forum uh, cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can decide I'm at the Eiffel Tower and I'm with you at the Eiffel Tower. And there's a camera on one of these buildings. I can get it to aim towards us. It's going to take a picture and upload it to my profile directly so that I'm also in the picture. That would be so cool. Yeah. And then everywhere has cameras so that I can take a picture wherever I go and upload anywhere I am from any angle I want because there's cameras everywhere. How different would we be thinking when we can control things with our minds pretty much? That's weird, right? And it's not really that we're psychic, but rather we've developed a clever technology. We actually saw the, if you remember, I showed you this the moment I found out, which was the Elon Musk sort of a head implant that's going to yes. receive transmissions that oh, will then allow you to control things. It's so crazy. That shit's on the way. It's on the way. We're going to be... We're really going to become our cell phones. Yeah, we're going to become our cell phones. Uh, ultimately, Elon Musk just wants to be lazy. He's lazy. He's lazy and he's using his energy on being lazier. Yes. So he can continue trolling on Twitter quicker? Yes. He wants to troll on Twitter all day without anybody even knowing it. This is where a fascinating uh, problem is going to come out. Because we're we're sort of fading the lines between being a computer and not. A -hmm. computer has the ability to access the internet quickly. Instantly. No, it doesn't need anything. If we had a robot that had AI and it had internet access, it would function the same way. Yeah. You know? But what's the problem with that? Well, we're we're starting to see more like the robots. We're not yeah. going to have phones. We're going to be able to just think our way through the internet, browse websites and crap just using our mind. Do you think, man, there is there will be problems though. There will be people who are even more addicted to that who will be need who need to be watched over because they don't want to stop or whatever. It's going to be like But the will it in... be an addiction if it's always there at all times? Everybody's always going to be connected always. Is it an addiction because you can do that and do something else both at the same time? But people so many won't even people know. don't do it. 
I mean, like, they usually stay home and do one thing. They don't go out and do... Yes, because they have to be in one place to do certain things. If you're going to be on your computer, you have to be on your computer. But when you are your computer, you don't have to be home to do the thing. You get my point? Yeah. You're no longer bound to the computer. You are the computer. Anywhere you go is the computer. Yeah. Those people are stuck home. If it's like video games or some shit, I get it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be harder to make quick, instant thoughts move a character and... 60 frames per second accurately like a call of duty player won't be doing that in their head they will actually stay home but if it's like browsing the internet and somebody does that all day long well you can go sit in a cat unless you got social anxieties which are a different thing you're you're still the person who would be outside doing it except you're inside doing it it had nothing to do with the web itself it had to do with social anxiety you could be inside not on the web and just reading books all day yeah. You get my okay. point. Mm -hmm. The addiction part of the internet and social media posting and stuff like that would just be an integration of life. It would just be some normal thing. Yeah. That'd be so cute. It already is a normal thing. It is. Yeah. Everyone's doing it all the time. Yeah. Everybody's mm -hmm. doing it all the time. There's absolutely no one who isn't always connected. We need AR with that technology. That would be so cool. That is what Elon Musk is working on. But, like, we could play games, I mean, while we're doing that. Like, we can see the game as part of the life, real life or whatever. You know how it is in, I guess, Pokemon? Like, you can see the Pokemon yeah. following you, even though it's not really following you, but you can see it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure things like that are going to be the case. Specifically with something like Pokemon Go that's, like, a brain-dead, super easy-to-play, non-complicated game. Or the mind Minecraft game? Minecraft would be a little more complicated. You gotta do, like, very specific movements to build things. But in Pokemon, you could just think throw ball, throw ball, throw ball, throw ball, throw ball. You know? Or you can think swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is you're trying, or tap, 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 and tell yourself that in your head, yeah. yeah. You know, it's not really complicated movements and things that are taking place. And you could just picture whatever Pokemon you want, and that's the one that gets clicked on or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there, there are ways to do this and you can, you know, see the world filled with Pokemon, which is fascinating because this brings up some of the, the cooler aspects as the technology improves. At the beginning, it's going to be basic shit, just being able to browse and junk. Eventually, it crosses over to the AR world where maybe you do play Pokemon Go and it's like you don't need your phone. You just see the Pokemon out in the open world. And maybe eventually it gets so good that Pokemon are scaled according to the world. Yeah. So it's not just like a giant Pikachu or a super tiny Onyx. But rather, anytime you see an Onyx, it's like the size of a bus, no matter what. Yeah. No matter which direction, it can only be the size of a bus and only where an Onyx would fit. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking at a Pikachu, it'll always be the size of a Pikachu. No matter where you look and see it, it would have to be the size of a Pikachu. But we can take this a step further and say the technology gets even better. This AR technology gets so good that you can pay for skins and pay for uh, uh, avatars and things. Yeah, they already have avatars in the game, but like your your actual outfit will change into that? Like, what I don't do you even mean? mean in Pokemon anymore. I yeah, mean, but I mean in like, general AR that you could have skins for the world that oh, the whole okay. world you could be like I want it to be medieval. Yeah. And just how like Google what you Maps do in Minecraft. Yes, exactly. Of, yeah. Just how exactly how it's in Minecraft. How you have sort of you if you like medieval times, you can sort of download a skin and then the world gets covered by this medieval look you want 
Oh, the, basically how Google Maps works, that it has sort of you can change the different aspects of the map. And, you know, they have these drones that have every you could go to any street fucking anywhere. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That same yes. technology then in that gets uh, in there gets go ahead. It's coded so that you bought the certain skin. Now, whatever technology allows Google to work gets implemented with sort of this AR combination and then allows the world to be mapped appropriately so that every building you ever look at now looks medieval. And it's still the same buildings, but they have medieval colors and maybe they have little details that can't be interacted with but Mm -hmm. are aesthetic and look medieval. Or you want a cyberpunk future and it's like super dystopian and neon lights and shit and you could just get this and download it yes and now you got this people change too like that's where the avatars come in you can buy an avatar so that other people using the same technology see you as that avatar so even if i changed the world maybe i have the feature where Everybody is their avatar, not whatever avatar pack I downloaded. So I want medieval, but I don't care what you look like. Yeah. And you just want to look like fucking Pac-Man. So it's just Pac-Man walking around my medieval universe. Yeah, that would be so cool. But maybe I only want people to fit the medieval medieval theme. So anything they choose has to sort of fit the theme or it's customized to fit that theme. And if it doesn't, then they're giving a default. Yeah. Maybe it's just them dressed in the necessary attire to be medieval Uh, that seems so much more complicated than just changing the world that way what changing the individuals yeah yeah it would be but i'm sure that uh the signal being put out by whatever technology you have that connects to the internet in the first place kind of can work reverse like a beacon like the same way we have google maps and shit man the google maps thing would be so cool because like when it comes to directions you could make the directions outside like you could follow an arrow instead of looking at your phone you could see an arrow outside on the street or something and be like okay it's that way and you're following it on the street following what the way oh you're talking about like doing playing pokemon go or something like just going somewhere where you don't know where it's at oh my god you're talking about getting google directions literally like hey how do i get here and it'll be like a racing game almost like gta you get a mission marker, and in the GPS on the side, it shows the line on the map. What if instead of the line being on the map, it's not like a racing game where you have to race through it, but it shows up on the street on the proper side of the street and just kind of guides you turning yeah. where it needs to turn and stuff stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Where it could, I get what you mean, that it'll be like this very exact, specific, where you don't really need to ever look at your phone or anything. Yeah, because it could just be out there. Yeah, it'll be fascinating. And uh, it's, it'll be the, the beta version of that will be very scary. <laughs> like, you don't want to be one of those people using it at the beginning. Because I'm sure people are going to be like, especially if you're driving. If you're walking perfectly fine. Hey, how do I get here? Even if it shows up on the street, you're on the sidewalk. And mm-hmm. you could do, oh, look, it turns over there or whatever. Yeah. But if you're in a car... And this is, like, you're more focused on the line than you are on the street. That would be dangerous, I guess. That would be a problem. Yeah. Because what if the line glitches out? And it's just, like, going straight into a building. And you're not even paying attention to the street anymore. But Or, like, if you have your car on auto drive and That's exactly where I was going. I don't... Yeah, actually, here's the... That could happen right now, all things considered. Your car's on autopilot. Can you give it directions? 
I think. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah I think that's so. Pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. In any case, we're already working on kind of working out those kinks. Yeah. But what's fascinating about that is that I guess that wouldn't be a problem. Because by the time that we have the ability to do that, just visually speaking, we already figured out the kinks to add it to a car. So we wouldn't even have it guiding us into a wall or a building because we're just using the same technology that the car is following. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of doing that already. Yeah. We're working out the details ahead of time. By the time it reaches our own technology, we're fine. Yeah. Man, that would be so cool. Yeah. We won't ever have to deal with any of that stuff. I wonder what other AR stuff. Like, I guess we just have to watch some sci-fi shows and we'll be like oh okay i can see that happening for real my question is will people opt into these things because there, there's gonna be the purists who are gonna be like i just take the world the way it is yes so many people are gonna be like whatever it is the way it is i'll use the features for like google maps and i'll use the uh, like when you need to yeah exactly but i'm not gonna like download a skin but then there's gonna be people living complete fantasy lives who never turn their skin off yeah and may, look, is maybe, that a problem? Not necessarily, because it's not. In theory, it shouldn't affect the world. Everything is where it should be, even if you have a skin. It's just covering what already exists. Yeah, it's not changing the shape of anything or anything. Everything it works the same, just like you said, like Minecraft. Mm -hmm. Everything is exactly what it is. It just looks different. Yeah, yeah. And I like that a lot. That idea makes perfect sense to me. Such a cool idea. Yeah. Hmm. And how creative we can be on that. Is it going to be, like, something you download? Like, how we do with games, I guess? Perhaps. Like, we're already doing pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I think it would be, especially since uh, G5 and everything being on the cloud, I think we could download it, kind of store it on the cloud. Just have a limited amount of different skins. Yeah, and then swap them whenever we want. Mm -hmm. And uh, mix and match. That'd be real cool. Have like avatars that are really, really old in a very, very futuristic thing or very, very futuristic avatars in a super ancient place. That'd be so cool. Yeah. And here's another thing. F focusing on Minecraft a little more. They don't even change the aesthetics of the world by adding details you can't interact with. This detail of changing the world could be like... For clothing and people, for their avatars and stuff. Yeah. It could be like, make sure this color palette is used. So anything that's this bright, bright, bright color, you see as like a totally wiped down, really washed down, really bland looking because you want medieval colors. Oh, yeah. But you want like a real dystopian future kind of thing. Everything looks fucking neon, but it's because you downloaded the neon color palette. Mm -hmm. And it's like your outfit doesn't change. But I see it in these colors that gives more of that kind of neon vibe. You get my point? So yeah. I have nothing changed physically. Just the colors I perceive change. Oh, okay. But that'd be more interesting, though, if everyone just picks their thing. And then how would the world look like if, like, your house and your car and you look like whatever your theme is. And then everyone chooses their own. And then how would the world look like? That'd be very interesting. What, like the color schemes? Yeah, or like whatever it is. If it's just colors or if it's medieval, so it looks more castle looking. Yeah, but, but see, here's the thing. This is, it would still, to some degree, work the same. For example, in a city that's made with a bunch of windows, shit ton of windows, right? Mm -hmm. 
cities in the past didn't have that. So windows in this skin pack are made to not reflect, but rather look like a hole. Ooh. Simple little addition. Yeah. Um, steel wasn't used to build structures. Structures were made out of brick and cement and concrete and weird mixtures like that. So all the steel things would have a brick palette to them. Yes. Yeah. And just small details like that. So for like your car or something, it wouldn't apply. Maybe it would seem to be made of wood or something. That would be more complicated for the car to look Not right. Necessi- the car wouldn't look right. It would just yeah. look like it has these, because it still looks like the same car, mm-hmm. just made out of a different material yeah. and with a different color palette. And that should be enough to sort of coat the world in this kind of thing. Yeah. Because we can at any moment switch to, like, the Fallout pack in any map in uh, uh, Minecraft, and it look more appropriately Fallout, but also not. Yeah. It's still Minecraft-y. Yeah, it's still the same thing. Still the same. Yeah. So it doesn't change anything. It interferes with nothing. You play the game the same way. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be the, the most possible likely way this sort of AR, VR thing... I guess AR. This AR thing plays out. Mm-hmm. And VR would just be a thing you do at home. Yeah, you mm. couldn't do VR in the outside world. That'd be too dangerous. Mm-hmm. But it'll be fascinating how this AR world will then influence VR. Because mm-hmm. VR is totally changed world. And maybe uh, by this time, things... Uh, think of what like PlayStation Home was. It was just a virtual world people went and hung out in. Yes. Right. If it's we could do that VR... <laughs> Maybe meetings for giant businesses and you got to fit a bunch of people take place in a VR world where the person who's talking becomes a giant floating creature explaining things and everybody else is tiny watching and then it's my turn to give the announcement. So now I become huge and you shrink and now we're all watching me. Mm, So it's like to fit anyone who's not there instead of just on a TV screen or a computer screen, they're just. It feels like they're there. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. have some kind of body. Exactly. Instead of it just, and you still retain the information, and you still saw the presentation. Like yeah. nothing got missed. But you feel like you're in that room. Yes. Or you're having a weekly meeting instead of you don't want to be in front of a screen. Everybody sitting in front of a screen, uh, just kind of watching each other. And just if there's twenty of you, you're gonna have what twenty little screens? And like, oh, I guess I got to maximize this. No. What if you're in and you're all across the world? What if there's yeah. just a table you can all go to virtually, sit around the table and have like genuine conversation with one another, and it looks like a reality? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool, changing how things work, yeah. Yeah, and this is all just using crap we have now, just slightly tweaked up. Mm-hmm. Like right now, we already have VR that's just showing us the capabilities. It's not the greatest quality. No. But when we figure out how to make all the movements and things the characters have be more accurate and real. Yeah. That'd be phenomenal. I hope they don't give up on VR because I feel like they had it in the, what, the 60s or 70s or something. It was too soon. And you're yeah. not the 60s and 70s, but you're talking like the like, Nintendo attacking that man too early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it happened, but then they took it away because it wasn't working out. So they have it now, but I just hope they stick with it and not like, oh, it's too early and then save it for a little bit later. But, because they could just keep on working with it now until, like, the technology, even if it's not perfect right now, 
yeah. will get there soon enough. Yeah, with enough time, we're always going to get there. It's, it's a matter of working at it. The problem is, uh, what was it? Was it the Virtual Boy? Whatever the thing with all the red lines was that you have to put the helmet on. It was like... Some awkward. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. weird on top of the fact that it was like a migraine machine. Yeah. That's really the problem. It was too ahead of its time. It was an experiment for sure. Yeah. It wasn't like, this is going to work. But now we have things that are ultra real existing. And it's definitely possible that this can make its way into real public, real easy access forums that could be used by giant businesses, corporations, and things like that. It could be used by the general public. And again, like we said before, we saw Elon Musk's technology and the plans he has yeah. and the goals he has. What if they use it for movies? Because like movies, theaters are dying out or whatever. Well, what if it's you make one in the VR? A like theater in the VR? Yeah, like everyone, all these random people just go into this virtual theater. You don't have to pay 20 bucks to watch the movie. Or maybe you do, I don't know. I would not pay but 20 bucks for a movie. I don't know how much it would cost, but like, you know, it will kind of be like a theater experience, except without being at the theater. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a way, for sure, you gotta understand, there are some people who do enjoy the experience, but it's not becoming financially feasible for the majority of the population, so people are just gonna stop theaters. They're so gonna why die not out. create one? My point is yeah. exact, that mm. they would have it, in order to keep it alive for the people who still do enjoy it, mm-hmm. a perfect place to do it is someplace like that, where it's like, if nobody shows up, you don't lose money, but if somebody does show up, you make money. Yeah. So there's no downfall to it. You want the theater experience, you could jump into this VR world and sort of go through it. It'll probably be really annoying. No, because you could probably mute people specifically. Yes, definitely. You could definitely mute people or, or I guess, make people invisible to you in general. Yeah, because there's going to be some really annoying people. There will be some definite downfalls to it, which are like the food part of it and crap like that. But you can simulate the annoying aspects of lines and bullshit like that. You know, like you got to wait to buy your ticket. You could just like get make your own co- what is it popcorn popcorn that's what you usually eat. yeah whatever yeah. you usually eat or drink or whatever. Well, it depends on the profound level of this uh, VR. Like, are we talking that you're plugged in nearly, or are you just using some gloves and crap? Ooh, what if you're using some gloves? Like, because then you can make the popcorn there while you're eating your real yes, popcorn. Yes, you yes, can yes. see the popcorn. And that's interesting because you can go on a date with somebody from across. That's going to change dating. Yeah. Because you can go on yeah. dates regularly with somebody from across the planet. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then, you you know, uh, maybe, bro, let's assume you got married to somebody from across the planet. And when you say go home, you mean go into your virtual world. But you can hang out with them on a regular basis. Maybe you can have their, only you see it, but you can have like their hologram thing always around you. And they're in their home in Japan, and you're in your house in the United States, and they see you over there, and you see them over here, and maybe there are houses that are bought. In the virtual world? Not in the virtual world, in the real world, using sort of AR technology. Oh, So you have a real world house, and my house is identical to your house. We live in our separate worlds, maybe apartments for people who have VR, AR relationships. Mm -hmm. So maybe apartments for people who have AR relationships have commodities. So that I can get an AR apartment that's the same exact layout as your AR apartment where you live in Japan. And whenever I walk into the house, you see me there. 
Okay. Just yeah. as like a hologram. Not really. If anybody else were there and they didn't have the eye implant thing, they wouldn't see me. But the house is made with the purpose of seeing each other perfectly in each other's houses. And we can go into VR locations to leave our home and see each other. But I can still see you anyway through my implant thing. Mm-hmm. And we can spend time together. The problem would be like sex and stuff like that. Yes. I don't know. That's what where dolls come in. Well, not necessarily dolls, but I'm thinking this is more where the sort of body suits that they're working on, where somebody else can make it vibrate in a specific place or tighten in a specific place, and you can come in contact with people in different areas, and they can allegedly feel through the suit what the simulated contact would be. What? That same technology could then mm-hmm. be applied where we're going to have sex from across the world. You put one on where you are. I put one on where I am. And maybe there is a doll. But when I touch the doll, you feel it on your end. Okay. That is very different. Yes. That's... And so that's an AR VR thing. Or maybe it is just we put the VR, we lay down, and I imagine what I'm doing in this virtual world. And mm-hmm. I feel what you're doing because I got the suit that's reacting. And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need a doll? You might need a doll still. Just to feel when you feel, unless you don't care about it. Well, no, because you wouldn't physically be moving. Oh. You would have a suit on, lay down with VR goggles or whatever the fuck, and imagine what you're doing in in that world. And then as you're moving within that world, Mm -hmm. the suit is physically giving you feedback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so if you feel you touch the person, maybe the suit tightens around your hand so that it feels like you touched the person. Mm-hmm. But you're just laying there motionless. Ooh, that's interesting. So I don't know. There, that 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 would be a weird uh, future. Just using technologies we're fucking with right now. There's so many possibilities. <laughs> There's a lot of possibilities, so many different routes that could be taken, particularly with the fact that we're lazy and so is Elon Musk and he knows it and he's going to like make mad money making lazy shit. Yeah. Yes. Can't wait for my eye implant. Yeah. Web browsing is going to be crazy, man. Web browsing is going to be this whole different experience for sure. Yeah. People are going to be astounded and it's going to really change how we function in reality where we don't pull out a phone for everything, but we're still uploading every 10 seconds. Can we send each other voice messages like that? I then mean, what is that? You. That would be a thought message? Yeah. Like, what? Uh, I mean, it wouldn't necessarily be a thought message. That would be like a text, I, I guess. But yeah. it would be like, I'm going to send you a message. If it's a voice message, it's not me thinking. I hit record and then I talk out loud. Yeah. Okay. I just talk to myself. Be like, uh, I gotta make a call to this person. Okay, Christina, I need you to be over here at this time for this, this, and that. Send. And then I get it. And then you get it. And I can call you from wherever. And just, I don't need a phone. I can just hear you in my head. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. we're just having a conversation. But then that means there's more going on with what we have, if we could hear each other. Yeah, there would be an eye. I believe all the explained future steps, because right now, the main thing is the receiver, where you're sending sort of thoughts to in order web browse and bullshit like that. And it would be mapped according to sort of your output. Mm-hmm. So there would be that, a starting point. But there's to yeah. be uh, eye implants that you can see and... Uh, navigate no not navigate but you can see sort of a 
web browser-like thing or a screen-like thing happening. So it's not exactly AR, but it kind of is because it's in front of you and it's also not there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's uh, an earpiece in the future, which will be the phone part of the equation where you can hear the sounds and stuff, but I'm sure that would eventually connect to the internet. So if you're getting enough 5G or 6G or 18G or whatever the fuck you're going to be getting at Man, that point. it's so crazy that they're really planning on working on all, the, all these things. It's not even just one of these things. It's well, we don't know things. how far in they'll go before something goes wrong. And they're like, well, we got to scrap it. <laughs> but maybe yeah. it does work out. Mm-hmm. But if it does, yeah, the little by little the advancements we're going for are going to equal a lot of weird things. We're we're doing the phone. We're going to be the phone. Anything a phone can do, we should be able to do is the goal. We should be able to make the calls, hear the internet, talk to the internet, text, whatever, without touching something with our hands. Whoa. That is so crazy. Man, how did... Man, I feel like not enough people know about this. People need to watch this. Do you know how they you found this on YouTube? It was just it was shown to me. I think I, I found it on Twitter or something. An announcement was made somewhere. I clicked on it and it led me there. So I'm sure more people do know. It's just not like the biggest thing in the world because people don't care about tech. It's such crazy tech, though. I mean, they don't care so about tech crazy. news until it's like complete. Oh. Like, I'm also not going to be the test subject for this shit, so I don't care either. It's just no. fascinating to theorize. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be the test subject. I mean, unless they pay me, maybe. No, I don't think so. It's probably dangerous. It's probably dangerous that they do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely fascinating. I don't even know how we got here. Speculating about the future. Yes. Or not, like, not even, like, far future. Not even far future. We're like talking a few years from now. 15 years tops for, yeah. like, 80% of this. Yeah. That's it's nuts. Yeah. I'm sure the VR is, like, way on the other end where we can, like, really feel like we're touching a person. That's mm-hmm. probably a little further off. But we are already doing AR with our phones. If we can make a screen small enough to just put into our eye and see things, which we're, like, way there. We're way there. We're working on it. Yeah, we got That's cameras that can receive images in one direction, and they're so small we could barely see the camera. So um, it's definitely imaginable that we can put something that's going to project images. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's not exactly a camera that they're putting in the eye, but rather something that's going to stimulate the the root of the eye i forgot which what the fuck that's called but that sort of root of the eye that creates the images it would stimulate that to generate the proper image so you're actually seeing something that's not there yeah what yeah then more people are gonna work on that yep it's gonna only it can only get better the more people we put on it yeah and the more people that want to compete to get it out first and whatever that's when we tip onto the other side after elon musk takes his little jump and enough people are like shit i'm on board Mm -hmm. then everybody who sees a dollar sign jumps on board and they're like well time to put our whole team on making our own version of this yeah yep Yep. but that's that's gonna cross us man we're gonna we're gonna be robots we're gonna be not robots we're gonna be the cyborg thing more than we are now we're gonna be weird cyborgs we're gonna be less definable from like computers and i guess that's the route to be sort of seeing consciousness in computers and in well in ai ultimately seeing Mm -hmm. consciousness in ai really comes down to once the lines are too blurred between what's the difference between them and us yeah 
That's when we start putting um, our conscience in robots and stuff. Um, eventually that might be completely possible. Uh, I, I wouldn't say our entire brain pattern, but what if my brain, my body is completely dysfunctional and I have the same technology that allows me to control the internet and I decide I want to, instead of control the internet, I want to have two implants that I can see out the robot's eyes and I want to do everything from the robot's point. And I'll even take care of my own body from the robot. I'll feed myself, I'll connect myself to an IV machine or whatever, and I'll normally like, check on me. But hmm. you're the person in the medical bed, but you are the robot. Yeah, yeah. That sounds so familiar, like something else, but I can't think of it. That is so crazy. Yeah, right. That is pretty crazy. And this is just natural progression. We can already move artificial limbs with technology that's connected to the nerves that allows for those same motions to happen in a robot arm or a robot leg. I was just watching the one about the fingers opening and closing, where the person was just opening and closing the fingers on the hand, and they were just attached to to, to the nerve endings. They weren't even connected to the hand yet, and the guy was already moving them, and they're just robots. The per- wait, the hand's not connected to the person, or it is? Oh, just a couple of wires. It's not attached completely. It's oh, just okay. the wires are connected, and the fingers are already opening and closing as he wishes. If we can have that yeah. through internet signal connect to a robot, somebody like Stephen Hawking could have lived in a world where he had a robot body that he controlled with his mind, and he saw out the eyes of that, and he thought, even if he's physically thinking inside his body, from mm-hmm. his point of view, it feels like he's thinking from the robot's. Because he sees from the robots and he hears from the robot's point of view. Yeah. Wow. Even if it's hearing crazy. and them sending him the feedback, uh-huh. it feels like it's him. What? And we are super close to technology like that. Do you think so? He what? was already sending his thoughts into a machine that was turning it into words. We can already control certain aspects of the internet with our mind with the proper technology. It's not access to the public, but we, we've seen... Mm-hmm. The experiments run where people can control things using their minds. Not literally psychic powers, but technology that they send signals to some wires and it allows to control things. Our technology is that for futuristic. Yeah, it's uh, give or take a couple of more years and we'll be on the other side of this. Yeah. Where it's just wow. like, yeah, anybody who's totally handicapped, if you can move your upper body, then we'll give you robot legs. If you can move your lower body, then we'll give you robot arms. But if you are totally paralyzed... Here, let's connect you to this machine, and then you can be this, this robot. giant robot. Well, not giant, but... Not this... at the beginning, but once it is normal and people want to be different. I don't want my robot to look like everybody else's robot. I want to be a dog robot. And I want to be a giant hulking robot. Yeah. It's like you could be whatever the fuck you want. Well... But then are we different from ro- from AI? When when does that d- dis- dissipate? I don't know. Because if my mind isn't a robot... Mm-hmm. That robot is conscious, but if an AI is doing everything from that robot's point of view and it's indistinguishable from me, which one of us is really conscious? Is it me because I'm in a human body, but controlling the robot? I'm sure that'll be the initial argument, but how long does it hold up? I don't know, but at first, yeah, you're you're the human. You're human still. Yeah, that's definitely where that argument is gonna go. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Whoa fascinating uh, um, thing to think about though the fact that we have this sort of reality where we are closing in on becoming these drones and robot things having the internet in our mind having the internet in our mind yes wow 
the future of humanity is looking really weird. Mm-hmm. But it's the natural progression. It's mm-hmm. natural progression. It's eventually, we cross the threshold and robots take over. Or we are the robots that took over. And also be people who are like, no, don't do it. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to merge. There is, uh, it doesn't matter. It's going to happen. We're going to merge. Uh, a lot of us are going to become cyborgs. AI is going to live among people. Mm-hmm. And eventually... We're not going to distinguish between conscious beings. We're just going to be like, oh, no, that's an AI. And I'm a human. But, you know, we're both conscious. They mm-hmm. got rights and shit. That's, it's inevitable. That's going to come. Yes. I can't wait. We're headed in that direction. And that's a future that even Star Trek couldn't have imagined. Think they about that. They have. They didn't. The Borgs aren't that? The Borgs are cyborgs. They're not a computer being controlled by uh, independent intelligence. There is sort of the queen, but it's hive mentality that's happening. Yeah. Which is a completely different conversation that I will say without even having that conversation is definite possibility if we are all given all the same information. Nevertheless, on a more paranoid angle that we didn't touch on in this episode, with all our minds connected to the internet. Mm-hmm. The people who already try to brainwash us regularly just pay the asshole with the key and they can send us subliminal messages whenever they want to control our behavior on a regular basis. Why are you trying to scare me? <laughs> just, <laughs> just destroying the beautiful <laughs> world I built. Yes. Now to break it all down. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, oh. that's definitely what the future seems. That, that was at least the positive sides of the future without that last tidbit <laughs> that uh, will spiral into a different conversation another day, yes, breaking yes. apart that dark possibility. Anyways, if you liked this uh, conversation, just kind of speculating on the future of humanity and whatnot, um, you can get more things of this nature, a, different, a bunch of different perspectives on a bunch of different things and a bunch of discussions on anything, philosophy and technology and science and religion and whatever. And other random topics. Other random topics. If anything, it doesn't matter. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Just Convo Pod. You can also find the podcast on the official website at GreatThoughts.info, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show, and we'll read it on the show the way we did at the beginning. At the yeah. top. Or let someone who might like it know about it. Yes, word of mouth is a powerful tool which allows people to spread things like this around the world and enjoy it. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. the person that says we're in a fishbowl and that's water we're looking at that's totally a flat earth concept for sure they they're very conflicted it's like a snow globe that they're thinking is happening and like i've actually heard that one which is like that that it is like a sheet of water that there's water down and water up what yeah but then there's no planets or what is the sun or that's nothing too that's, or that's inside fake? of some water that's in the sky the sky is a body of water of some sort and if you were to go up into this weird sky body of water, that's something in the water. We don't know what it is because we haven't been up there in the, the, the sky body of water, but it's that. And, and what it's... about the rockets and stuff we shoot up there? Or that's no, no, not no, no, real? no, 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 no. There are rockets and stuff, but they don't go all the way up there. Oh, okay. The sky is too far for those rockets to get to. 
What about the moon and landing on the moon? Or that doesn't happen? Have you seen it happen? Okay. Because I haven't seen it happen. It didn't happen? I guess. That's what they think? I don't that's, know. I... The point is that there's a sky. What about the people that are in the space station? Unless that's not in the sky. I'm thinking that they think the stratosphere is still beneath the body of water that they call the sky. The space? I mean, the water is space, I guess? Yeah, space is essentially uh, liquid space from Star Trek. Well, Fluid space. There you go. That's what they call fluid it. Fluid space. Fluid mm-hmm. space from Star I mean, ultimately, look, this is what's stupid about this argument. It's Who cares what fucking consistency it's made out of? It's essentially the same thing, except instead of being a void, it's liquid. Who the fuck cares? It's still a bunch of shit in that water that we don't know about. You know? Yeah. It's like, you know, they're lying about what. who the fuck cares? It's If it's just the consistency of it is different than what they told you, one, I don't see the benefit, and two, we're still incapable of doing anything with it. So what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know a lot because they're lying to us. Isn't that the whole thing? I don't know. It's important that they're lying to us, and we must prove that they're lying to us. It's like half of this shit doesn't even make sense that they would be lying about. Why? Like, what would be the benefit to half of these lies? Something about the apocalypse. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Clauso and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by Great Thoughts Info. Social media managed by Amber Black.